Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse, Golf Monthly's weekly look at the various different events around the world in golf. Today we chat to South African Garrick Higo, fresh off of his second win in three weeks on the European Tour. Garrick looks back on his wins, looks ahead to his first ever major and discusses his career path so far. Hi, I'm Gary Kigo, and welcome to the Golf Monthly Podcast. The Clubhouse is brought to you by Titleist, the number one ball in golf and the most played golf ball at the British Masters, with 70% of the field putting one in play at the Belfry this week. For more information on the number one ball in golf, head to titleist.co.uk. Delighted to be joined by Garrick Higo on the Clubhouse podcast today. Garrick, first of all, happy birthday for yesterday. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> uh, what did you get up to? Uh, played some golf with uh, my manager, Ian, and we went out for dinner. So it was nice. Very nice, yeah. So yeah, obviously not like a big party with, uh, with the PGA Championship next week. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, so you're in the States right now, are you then, getting prepared? Yes. Yeah, I am. I'm in, uh, we're in Sea Island, so great spot to get ready for next week. Oh, nice. That's where they play the RSM Classic. Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, you've won, what, two out of your last three starts. Yeah. Uh, you're playing in your first major next week at the PGA Championship yeah. uh, with the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. Keel Island's an amazing course, and there's going to be... I think 10,000 fans each day. Yeah. Um, you must be absolutely buzzing at the moment. Yeah, it's going to be unreal. I mean, I've never really played in front of that many people, so that's going to be awesome. I think I'm going to really enjoy that. Um, I think it will suit me. Um, and the course is going to be good. I like I like wind, so and I've heard it's going to be windy. So, yeah, we'll see. I think, I think it's going to suit me well. Have you played there yet? No, never. I've just watched it on YouTube quite a lot. <laughs> oh, nice, and yeah, I guess with like COVID, you uh, you haven't really played in front of fans. So, is this going to be the the biggest sort of galleries that you played in front of? Yeah, hopefully, if there are any people that will watch me. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's definitely the biggest. I mean, it's the biggest event I've played. So yeah, yeah, surely you're going to get some fans. You're essentially <laughs> the, the best golfer in the world right now. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, right. So back to. Uh, just your upbringing. You were born in Johannesburg, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was your childhood like and like your introduction to the game? Yeah, it was good. My dad introduced me to the game when I was little. Um, I mean, he wasn't a pro or anything, but he just loved the game. So I went out with him when I was little, played with him. Um, but only when I was like uh, 10, 11, I really started to get into it like properly and, you know, practice hard and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I guess the, the bug bit me early. Yeah, did your dad want you to be a pro golfer? Was he like getting no. good, good lessons and stuff? No, they didn't push me to become a pro or anything like that. Um, yeah, I just uh, they, my mom and dad always supported me, so yeah, it's uh, it's been nice. Nice. Did you play any other sports? I did. I played rugby, cricket. Um, yeah, those two mainly. Um, but I broke my elbow playing rugby, so I had to choose kind of between that and golf. Um, I'm definitely not big enough to play rugby professionally, so I think I made the right choice. Oh, you must have loved watching the World Cup. <laughs> you don't understand. It was unreal. Especially because uh, my manager is English and my caddy's English. So, I mean, it was great to just beat England, you know. I, couldn't have, yeah. I mean, you couldn't have written a better final, eh? 
Nice. Um, have you been on safari down in South Africa? Yeah, plenty yeah. times, yeah. Oh, wow, that must be incredible. Yeah, it's unreal. I think uh, a lot of us take it for granted, though, you know, how nice it, it is and how amazing the animals are. Yeah, like, obviously, I've never been to South Africa, and a lot of Brits don't get the chance to. Yeah. Um, just It just looks like a beautiful country. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's... it's uh, it's unreal when you see those big, you know, the animals in, in real life. It's, it's quite scary, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And um, yeah, so growing up, were you um, like quite a big golf fan then, like watching Ernie Els, Retief Goose and those kind of guys? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I didn't watch it, watch golf a lot when I was really little. So, I mean, I watched, I, I watched Ernie when I think that what did he win the Open in 2012 again, I think. Um, and kind of that's kind of when I really started to watch golf. So I didn't really watch Tiger in his prime either, you know. Yeah, and like you must have missed Oosthuizen and, and Schwarzel's majors then. Oh no, I watched I watched the uh, Oosthuizen win in twenty ten um, uh, and Scholl, um, but I didn't really, you know, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really that into it yet, you know, to understand what it actually meant. Oh, nice. Have you met those guys? Uh, I've met, yeah, I met them at the President's Cup, um, but I haven't played with Charles or Louis. I've I've played uh, I've played with Ernie um, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, nice. And yeah, you look like you had a fantastic amateur career. I saw that you uh, you played both the US Junior Amateur and the, the US Amateur in the same year in 2016. Yeah. Um, is that like your first taste of the international stage? Yeah. I mean, I, I came over for like the US kids stuff when I was like 11 or. 10 um but those those two are obviously very big events so yeah the, the i played the u.s junior 2016 and 17 and then usm in 2016 um yeah it was it was unreal yeah and then that got you into the president or the junior president's cup in 17 over in new jersey yeah yeah it did. and that was unreal as well <laughs> yeah just looking at the teams there um some good players like Jaden shaper akshay batia cole yeah. hammer um I think you're the most successful one out of that that entire junior president cup so far. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many of them have, I don't know how many of them have turned pro yet. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I've done I've done pretty well so far. And then, yeah, uh, why did you choose the University of Nevada, Las Vegas? Uh, I really liked uh, the courses that are there. Um, I, I enjoyed. I liked the coaches. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just think uh, it just it didn't work out for me there. Um, but I, I mean, Vegas, I was very, I enjoyed the course, the weather, um, and that's kind of the, one of the main factors why, why I chose it. You know? Yeah, so you turned pro in your second year there, didn't you? Uh, yeah, only I spent one year there. Um, I started early. I started in uh, the spring of 2018 and then left the fall of, well, 2018. So I was there for from January to December. Um, yeah. Yeah, and what do you think your game was good enough, and you just fancied um, what, going back home to the Big Easy Tour and, and starting to earn some money? Yeah, I don't think it was good enough when I was there. I mean, I, I struggled quite a bit. I didn't play it well, but I think uh, I realised that. Well, I knew I was good enough when I played. You know, I knew I could make it, but I knew I, I needed to go back home and see my coach a lot more to um, to get better and hopefully make it. But I was I just wanted to do you know, climb the ladder from the beginning. And I, I, I was, I made a commitment to just enjoy that, you know, and see, see what I can do. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, talk to me about your first year as a pro, turning pro in 19, winning twice on the Sunshine Tour, yeah. uh, including the Tour Championship. That's incredible. Yeah, geez, I played, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, it, it, that happened also really quick. Um, but my game just got better and better. I've really worked hard and, you know, you know, taken a lot of pride in, um, you know, getting better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to win twice in your first year is unreal. Um, but I think I just enjoy competing and I just, I mean, that's all I want to do is just compete. So, Yeah, what was that move to the professional ranks like then? Um, I guess having to like cover your expenses and pay a caddy and, and hotels and all that? Yeah, it was all new. Um, but I think that's what makes the Sunshine Tour great is that it's, you know, it's, it's a, a tour at home and the fields are, are strong. So you can kind of ease into it. Um, you know, this, the Sunshine Tour, if it wasn't there, I don't know how else I would have, you know, progressed. So it's amazing how that tour is the reason, I think, for a lot of the great South Africans. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you have like a, a mentor or some of the more experienced guys take take you under their wing? Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, I played, obviously, because I started playing well early on, I got paired with a lot of the guys that have been there for a while. So, And they were all very nice. They still are. Um, and I think that's one of the big things. I've just, every time I play with someone that's, you know, I can see that they're better than me or that they've been there, you know, I just take things from each guy's game and, and I try what they do yeah um yeah like recently daniel van tonder in kenya like we haven't really seen him on the like the main european tour or the pj tour and i was just like this guy is incredible just yeah, yeah he's, so uh, many good players down there yeah i mean donny donny almost wins every week on the sunshine tour. uh <laughs> his his all-round game is really good um yeah i mean it's it's amazing how good the guys are down there i think uh it's just it's whether they they have the you know the opportunity to play out of South Africa and I think you know when a lot of South Africans when they have the opportunity they because it's so big and you know we all like competing we usually take take our opportunities well. Is it hard like transferring your game across the world? Then is that what it is? Um, I think uh, I played a lot of uh, events in in Europe, you know, I played British um, a few times, St. Andrews Lings Trophy. So I think that that's helped us a lot. So when we go to Europe, we it's not new. Um, and also me coming over to the States when I was a junior also helped, you know. So I think, you know, all of those experiences as an amateur helps you. Yeah. What was it like at Q School then for the European Tour? You got your Challenge Tour card through that? It's like six-round slog? Yeah. It's a how long that week is you mean you just keep playing and you, you never really know because it's so long you could shoot 90 in the first round and still get your card so i mean obviously uh, you i mean i don't know it was such a good it was unreal i mean i've never played six rounds six competitive rounds in a row so um yeah good experience and i was i mean it was amazing just to get my challenge to a card you know i mean i just turned pro I mean, I turned pro in the beginning of that year on the Sunshine Tour. Um, and I, I mean, I was prepared to just play big easy, you know. I mean, I was, it was, I didn't expect to do all these things so quickly. But I think um, because I was, 
you know, hungry and I wanted to learn a lot. I think I just stuck with what I was doing and it all worked out. Yeah, yeah what was that first season on the Challenge Tour like then? Travelling around Europe? Um, guess you just live in the dream. Yeah, I mean, well, I didn't really play that much there. I mean, I, um, I played in in that year before QSCAR. I played three Challenge Tour events. And then when I got my card, uh, we had those three events in South Africa where I finished second at the Cape Town Open. And then COVID came. Um, and then we were like, you know, nothing happened for three months. And then played those co-sanctioned events. And then I won the one in Portugal. So... Yeah, I didn't really play on the Challenge Tour for that long, which is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fast-tracked. And yeah, yeah. Look, looking at your uh, scorecard for the Open to Portugal, you didn't make a single six in 72 holes. Um, wow. Something us amateurs won't be able to get our heads around, really. But um, <laughs> yeah, that must be like some of the best golf you've ever played. Yeah, it was. Especially the weather was horrible for two, two of the four days. Oh, yeah, so... I remember that, actually. It was brutal, yeah, wasn't it, with the wind? We played the nine holes in weather where they should have pulled us off after the first hole. So, yeah, it was it was a very draining week. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then different weather for the, the Grand Canary Open and Canary Islands Championship uh, over the yeah. past month. Yeah, yeah, a lot different. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy all kinds of weather. I think I just like a challenge. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lowest aggregate score in the European Tour in Gran Canaria as well. That's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know that until like a day or two after. Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have no words. It was just amazing. I played. I just wanted to win, you know. So I just kept making birdies so that the guys couldn't catch me. Yeah, was that that was because of a, a Gary Player text, wasn't it? Yeah, he's always what said to me. He's always said to me, you, uh, you, you never really have a lead, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that it was great advice and I kept thinking of that throughout the whole day. So, you know, I played as if I didn't have a lead. So, yeah. And then, um, in, uh, in the Canary Islands championship, making a hole in one, winning by six shots. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty cool as well, isn't it? To go and follow it up. Yeah. It's amazing how, how it happens when you don't expect it, you know, it's because sometimes you stand on a par three and you, you feel good. You, you, you think you're going to hit it pretty close um, and then you don't. And then the times when, um, yeah, like that, I mean, <laughs> couldn't have asked for anything better. <laughs> yeah. That was your first hole in one as a pro, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any before, like just in practice? Yeah. I had, I had one in a junior tournament um, in 2015. But uh, I haven't had any others, so it's just that one and this one. I've, I've had two albatrosses, though. Oh, wow. Yeah, but not in tournament, just in, in, in practice rounds. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if the European Tour are going to be going back there because they were sort of like new events this year, but uh, I guess the Canary Islands would always be a special place for you. Yeah, I don't know if it's, it's something in the water or I don't know, but... Um, yeah, if we can go back there, it would obviously be nice because I enjoy the golf courses. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I just, like I said, I just want to compete and play well wherever I play. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does it take to win a tournament at that level then? Is it, well, aside from great golf, is it like mental and, and self-belief? Yeah, you need a lot of patience um, and you need to just believe that even if you're going to play badly, you'll, you'll make a score. 
yeah and so you you genuinely didn't expect all of this to come so quickly no i mean well i knew i can do you know good things when i play well um but you well you when you expect to win is when you don't win you know so i never expect to win but i try and win um and you know i just try and try and stay in it until the last nine and, and see if i can close it yeah you you look um basically a complete player already i was watching your swing and it's just so nice and smooth sort of in that uh, big easy mold <laughs> yeah i mean um yeah it's just maybe one of my characteristics is a, a smooth swing um i, I definitely it, i don't focus on trying to smooth uh, swing it smooth i try and I'm trying to get a bit of yardage, but um, yeah, it is nice that it is smooth and that it does look reasonably good. Yeah, I think I saw you averaging 326 yards on tour this season, so um, definitely one of the bigger hitters. Is that a big focus for you? Yeah, I tried to get a bit of length. Um, in the beginning of the year, I went to a 48-inch shaft, um, and uh, I hit it well. I hit it very far my average ball speed was about 191 with that one from wow. like from like 177 average um and i've got a new trainer um which helps a lot we've been working on some specific stuff um for me to get stronger um and hit it further um but i've gone back to 46 inch shaft just so it's kind of it's kind of a sweet spot between hitting it a little further and straight as well so yeah, it's helped me a lot. Um, I think hitting it far is definitely where the game's going. So, especially on this side, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we look, we uh, we did hear McElroy though say how it sort of like messed his swing up, and yeah. uh, he was sort of going back for accuracy. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely in the beginning of the year um, hit it offline quite a bit, um, but i mean i worked my the biggest improvement has been my short game um i went to from the v the normal pro v um to the x which spins a lot more around the greens um you know just worked hard on my short game because i've always been a good ball striker but um you know previously my short game hasn't um you know helped me you know when i'm in trouble or not as much as i would like to so and I think that's why the last four weeks I've I've played consistently well. Like the first week in Austria, I, my short game helped me a lot, um, and I think that's why I've been able to you know get two top tens. You know when I when I don't you know when I don't win. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we don't see a South African with a bad short game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, talk about your relationship with Titleist. How long have you been with the brand? Jeez long i mean probably 10 years now i mean i've always loved titleist um they've helped me since i was a junior with balls and caps and stuff um and uh yeah getting me left-handed clubs when i was a, a junior as well because it's so hard to get them in south africa and to get fitted for the proper ones um so yeah they've helped me a lot um i love everything about titleist yeah, you, you got full bag of titles then? I do, I do now, yeah. Yes. Yeah, what what are you playing at the moment? I've got the TSI three driver, TSI two three wood, um, the TSI three hybrid, then the T one hundred irons all the way to pitching wedge from four iron. 
um then voki sma uh, 50 degree um i think it's a 12 f grind uh then the voki 56 bent to 55 um in a 14 f grind and then the 60 voki uh k grind uh low bounce and then the scotty cameron phantom x 5.5 i think it is nice and would you describe yourself as a bit of a gearhead um no i think i just i just know my equipment um which i think helped a lot to know why certain things like you know understanding the balance and the different grinds um and how you can actually use those to help you um yeah, so just spending time with the guys at Titleist to show me all the different things and to find what works has helped a lot. Oh, nice. Uh, how many Scotty Camerons have you got? <laughs> I've got quite a few. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the one I'm using now, I really enjoy. Yeah, oh, nice. So away from Titleist, um, who's the best golfer you've played with so far in your career? I uh, played a practice round with Justin Thomas uh, in Abu Dhabi. So... He's definitely the best player I've played with. Oh, brilliant. Uh, what was that like? It was awesome. He's so nice. Um, we played one of the par threes. I played with his clubs and he played with mine. Um, he hit it in the water and I hit it middle green and three putted. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It was very cool. Yeah. Did you see Rory that week then? Yeah, I did. I ate balls next to him. Um, GC flushes it. He's got such good balance, which yeah, is unreal. It's nice to see. Oh, nice. Have you ever been like starstruck in a tournament? Were, were you um, were you comfortable around the big names? Yeah, I am. But it's, I mean, obviously, it's nice to see them in person. I mean, the first time you do see guys like that, um, I don't think it it bothers me or you know I don't get intimidated. But it is awesome to see them. You know, it's nice to. It feels nice because it, I've done something right to play you know in a tournament that they play in. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, <laughs> So yeah, is being a professional golfer what you thought it would be like? Yeah, although it is a lot harder and a lot, um, yeah. I mean, it's exactly what I expected. So yeah, but it's oh, awesome really? for it. In yeah. what way? No, just like uh, the travel is 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 tough. But I I knew it would be tough because travel is is a mission. Um, and I mean. Amateur golf is really fun. The guys, you know, it's, you know, the guys you play with, you, you're good mates with. And I thought it would be the same on tour. And it is obviously not as much, you know, mate, mate, you know, but um, yeah, it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. Nice. And uh, who are your best mates on tour then? Uh, Volko Nienaber is one of my good, good friends. Um, then Justin Harding. Uh, Louis de Archer, I think those those three. Oh, nice. Do you hit it further than Wilco? No. no. <laughs> oh, you must have been really happy to see him win last week then. Yeah, I called it in the beginning of the week. I said to the South African guys that I, I think he's going to do well this week. Um, I think he's going to win. Um, they they all said, yeah, he, can, he could, but, you know, they don't. he'll have a good week, but he's not going to win or, you know, what. And, um, yeah, I was happy to see that he won. Yeah. And back to UCS, saying how hard it is on tour like people watch him just like oh yeah Garrett Higgo's won two out of the last three weeks he's going to win every week now yeah. <laughs> can you just describe how difficult it is to win a golf tournament at that level yeah it's it's extremely hard I mean I didn't start the year off very well 
think I missed the first three cuts um, and I was playing horrible. So um, I think uh, I'm really good at learning from what I do. Um, so, I mean, if you don't, then it's extremely hard to do well. But yeah, I mean, people, they, you, when you watch TV, you only see the guys that are playing well. So they don't show the 60 guys that are going to miss cuts and, you know, are swearing and throwing clubs. So, um, yeah, they should actually show us a bit more when we not play well. So, Have you seen any pros get very angry and then throw clubs? Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, away from the TV cameras. Yeah, or at the TV camera. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess you're all playing for a lot of money and, and your livelihood, so it's uh, quite understandable that they get angry. Yeah. No, I mean, and I get angry as well, but I, it's more internal, you know, I try not to show it. Yeah. No, so you've got to remain nice and composed. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, golf's coming very easy to you at the moment. How do you cope with those bad runs, like you were saying, with the, the three missed cuts? Um, and how have you prepared to sort of continue your progression? Yeah, I think, um, well, I think that's one of the reasons why I went back to South Africa is I've got a good, you know, my family helps me a lot. Um, it's nice to go back home and spend time with your family, which is important. Um, so you need good structure. You need people to that understand the game. You know, we. I mean, I'm not going to play like this forever, and I know that. Um, so yeah, you just need to understand that it's never ever going to be just fine. So obviously, when you're not playing well, no one really gets that. You know, even all the players we all want to play well and when we don't and someone says to you like it's going to be fine in the moment you know you don't think so but yeah it's hard i mean i can't say that there's a, a way to deal with it but the people around you makes a big difference yeah nice and you can see yourself having a long career i guess as a golfer you're sort of out there till you're basically 50 aren't you yeah hopefully i mean i get that injury free and then it'll i think i've got the game to do it for a while yeah, so have you got any goals at the moment, what you want to achieve for the rest of the year? I want to finish strong in, in the race to Dubai, but I'm not a big goal setter. Um, I mean, the obvious things you want to, I want to, you know, get to world number one and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, my focus is every week, just play as well as I can and learn from my mistakes. Um, and then the wins and, you know, all the other things will just happen in, in when it's the right time. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what do you think it'll take to get to the next level then of, you know, winning Rolex Series events, breaking into sort of that world's top 20, top 10, competing on the PGA Tour? Yeah, um, I mean, just a lot of the same things. I don't think I need to change anything. I think it just comes over time, you know, through experience. I think next week I'm going to learn a lot um, and I'll just keep learning. I mean, you, you, everything's, you know, it's, there's going to be a lot of new things now. Um, but once I get comfortable, I'll be I'll be fine. I'm looking at the the world rankings. You're 51st now. Um, I was having a look at the Open and US Open qualification criteria, and you look um, pretty close to getting in both of those. So yeah, you could potentially play in three majors this year. If I do get in, it would be unreal. You know, um, majors are obviously what what everyone wants to play and win. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, again, if if I just keep playing well and enjoying it, I think uh, 
hopefully I'll get to play a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and the President's Cup next year as well. Yeah, you um, planning to get into that team? Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, Trevor Amuman, um, the captain, captained me in the Junior President's Cup. So it would be amazing if I could play for him again. He's such a chilled guy. Um, I mean, I think I'm a lot like him in terms of, well, I, I drove with him in the car to the course every morning and it was so chilled, you know, he doesn't really get phased. He's just, he enjoys the game and, you know, um, yeah, it just goes goes on with his business. <laughs> yeah, and you're not far behind uh, Christian in, in the world rankings in terms of the South African Olympic team. Have yeah. you got an eye on that at all? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a goal that, I mean, well, you know, our sport, I, th I mean, it's this isn't it, I don't know how, how many Olympic Games golf has been part of, but um, yeah, to, to be able to say you've played or, you know, being part of the Olympics would be awesome. Yeah, so if you qualified, you wouldn't turn it down? No. <laughs> no. Can you see why people turn it down? You've got like uh, DJ saying he wants to favour the, the FedEx Cup playoffs and Adam Scott's pulled out as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, they've got their, they, they've obviously got reasons, um, which I don't know. Um, I'm not going to say that they're making a mistake at all. But um, for me, I think I would love to play it, so yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, yeah, I hope you get there and um, really wish you the best of luck next week. Thank you. Yeah, you, you're very excited and <laughs> have you, you got a goal making the cut? Is that your goal or are you, you planning to win it? Well, you always want to win, don't you? But I, there's no goal there. I just want to play as well, well as I can. So, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Have a great week, Garrick, and thanks for chatting to us. Thanks. Thanks.